He did the mash. Oh, wait, that's not the song. Welcome back and welcome to the very first and hopefully the first of many more to come. The spooktacular edition of Man Up 3 Deep. I am joined today. Today specifically, I'm joined by two two guests you might not recognize, although one of them does have his sunglasses off. So you might be able to recognize him. I got Coach T to my right. What's up, Coach Tomlin? Yeah, up, rough Sunday up? night. I apologize for what happened to you all on Sunday oh, night. Oh, we got okay. spanked. We got You got to come back. You got a bounce back game against the Eagles coming up. So. Hey, but we cut our eyelids off because we don't blink. And next to me on my left, you might recognize him in your refrigerator. You might have seen him on your favorite sandwich oh. or a burger of sorts. Next to me on my left, he's the pickle. What's up, Cam? What's up, Coach? How are you guys feeling? Hey. Holy shit, it's the spooktacular, dude. We get uh, very spooky our, tonight. Uh, got our costumes on. I should tell everybody what I'm wearing, too. I'm Rip Wheeler from Yellowstone. I have the little beard goes. My natural beard. I ain't even got to get a fake one. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's, it's the sunglasses indoors for me. Yeah, right? the sunglasses yeah. indoors are really going to sell, especially when the light just keeps blasting right off that shit. But that's not important. What's important is that we had another week of Sundays, another week of Thursdays, and another week of Monday Night Football. What'd you guys think of this weekend? Anything eventful pop into your mind before I do the quick little rundown that we had planned? Uh, the Any Raiders uh, looked pretty good. Or well, I'd say Josh Jacobs looked pretty good yeah, against the so. Texans. Um, ran hella hard, had three touchdowns, so they got a big dub. That was a standout game for me. Um, Definitely, I agree with you on that. Raiders yeah. whooped the fucking Texans ass, dude. Stomped on mud hole in the ass, Cam. What you think? What was your big takeaway from the weekend? Josh Jacobs already has more 100-yard rushing games this season than all of last season. So you know. Think about that. Shout out to Josh McDaniels. The fact that the I did not expect yeah. that. The fact that the Raiders are this bad just proves that some something's a little deeper than just your Maybe talent. Maybe Derek Carr. Maybe yeah, Mr. Yeah, Carr. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he did play pretty well. He played all right. Maybe he did McDaniels. his thing on Sunday. You know? they hold, The whole team really did their thing. Their defense kind of went. Bananas. Oh, yeah. They had a big pick six. Um, Deron Harmon. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. Deron Harmon's a dog. Mm-hmm. I respect Deron Harmon's <laughs> game. My big takeaway from Sunday is my goddamn iPad would stop locking so I could keep my fucking train of thought going. <laughs> my big takeaway from Sunday, I think the Bengals might not be frauds anymore. Yeah. Yeah, you spoke too soon about Bengals. Bro, I see with the girls now. You saw that? I don't know if y'all seen that. In Cincinnati. <laughs> I apologize for what I said about y'all early on. Good thing they went to New favorite. Orleans, too. I think that was, like, good for them. Especially oh, yeah, Jamal. Yeah, yeah, dude. The homecoming Andy game? Ooh, huh? Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton is a punk ass bitch. Bad. Screwing. They almost came back Thursday and won night. that game, too. Yeah. Bro, as, as bad as they played, dude was throwing so many picks, bro. They had nobody else to go to. He put up Brett Favre numbers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that Four was... touchdowns, Normally, three picks. I would <laughs> Yo, Normally, man. I would defend Brett Favre. But you know what? You're right, Cam. Fuck you, Brett Favre. <laughs> yeah. We don't Fuck like you, him. Fuck you, Brett Favre. You guys, anything? How was your guys' weeks aside from football season? Anything big popping off in your... Anything going on at work, Coach? I know you missed a day. You had a flu game yesterday. Yeah, man. I got caught fluing yesterday or something, man. Stomach bug was not feeling all right. I wasn't going to miss the spook tag. No, man. I had to get right. That's exactly what I'm fucking talking about. Don't trust that dirty pizza. What's more important? Like MJ. (laughs) <laughs> What's more important, the spooktacular or going to work on a, when, a Tuesday? I don't think anything. Shit, I ain't got important. nothing to do on Tuesday. 
<laughs> I mean, you gotta get that bread, you know. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I agree with you on that. I had but to hey, be here. Day off is always nice. Mike Tomlin had to be here, so. Mike Tomlin Appreciate did have you to show coach. up on Wednesday. Yeah. Shout out to Coach D. Glad I could be here with your fellas. How's your week, Kim? How's work been? I know you're finishing clubhouses down in Richmond. Dude, we're we're busy down in Richmond. Yeah. Like, yeah, you think I'd think I'd get a little <laughs> time to after a two-hour drive to sit and relax, but no, no, no. <laughs> get down there, and I'm immediately hauling some heavy-ass shit from one place to another. Oof. Man, oof. See, I haven't been doing right that recently because you know. I have my back issue, but I did move a shower door yeah, today. Too. I feel pretty good, you know. Nice. I felt like, you know, I was like, this isn't a, this isn't an appliance. This isn't a refrigerator. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I can move this, and I had a dolly, so it's really like I only just I kind of just slid it off the back of the truck. Cats moving. <laughs> we just rolled on in, dropped oh, that man. shit off. Gotta respect the hustle, bro. I know. You know, work aside from that, driving to Winchester, Virginia is absolutely no fun. Oh, fuck that place, bro. I know. It's not sorry. even like there's. If anyone traffic. listens in Winchester, I'm sorry, but <laughs> what, the, what the hell are we going to Winchester for, bro? You can't offend all those white people anyway. There's too many of those motherfuckers <laughs> in Winchester. I was at the Home Depot over there, bro, and I was like, yo. I'm a white guy too, but I was like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> it's a little bit, this is a little scary. We got going on here. It's spooky, man. So, yeah, I mean, aside from the drive, the drive to Winchester is not bad. It's just long. It's nice. There's no, no one's traffic. driving that way, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no traffic Who going that fuck's going, going to Winchester? Winchester. Yeah. Little scary maidens in uh, Winchester, so yeah, watch I think out. You can see the one behind Kane <laughs> also. He's got a scary lady behind him. Oh, hey, I say I, I didn't turn blink. We don't blink at Steelers, but the thing's a little scary. Can't pickle, bro. Did you hear this man just saying? <laughs> you can't turn your pickle, man. You, <laughs> you are a wild person. Trying to see nothing, man. Pickling. Oh, man. All right, you guys want to dive into the week that was? Do you, should we just get right into it, Coach? Before I do that, is that my Dr. Pepper on the table, or is that yours? That's yours. You oh, know I don't drink that. God. Because I was sitting here absolutely dying. Before I was about to try to talk for fucking, oh, God, three minutes or less. Yeah. I was going to need to drink something. There was absolutely no way I was about to be able to do that parched. Gosh, the like, I'm already up. struggling to talk right now. Hey, if Dr. Hard. Pepper wants to sponsor us, so be it. Bro, as much Dr. Pepper as we buy, like, Dr. Pepper, if you want to just, like, send us a couple cases, like, I've probably given y'all... God, Cam, how much do you think we spent on that? Yeah, Dr. how many Pepper? hundreds and thousands or thousands of dollars of business do we have to give you to yeah. get that sponsor? Seriously, I probably I'll show you the receipts. <laughs> he keeps I'll pull the up receipts. my seven eleven account. I got suckered All into All them doing bonus like, rewards yeah. strictly for Dr. Pepper. Yeah, I got suckered yeah. into doing like the Dr. Pepper awards. I never really get anything. Because I don't ever... T- I, who gets receipts? You know what I'm saying? Other than for, like, our job. Didn't you like, do that's it for, like, a time. free bobblehead or something? Or, like, a pop? Yeah, I sub- uh, it was because I did... You get I, to like, go to Fanville. Yeah, and I got a little Fanville. sweet... <laughs> I got a little sweet uh, Funko Pop. Yeah, I did. Yep. I did, then uh, my brother... Oh, you got a sweet one. You got the little sweet one. I wish it was a little sweet on a tiny horse, but it wasn't. It was just regular, regular little sweet. I think he was, like, sitting there like this. You know what I mean? He's but a yeah. rock star, yeah? I, yeah, what did I do? I bought like three or four Dr. Peppers and I submitted the QR codes to the website through their Dr. Pepper Rewards thing and I got me a little tweet. That's nice. Sweet. That's sweet. That's the best fucking commercial. Did you, guys, did you know that guy? I think he didn't. He was like an American Idol like runner up. Or like one of the last people eliminated. I had oh. no fucking idea. I just thought he was a little sweet. I thought he was just a fake person. Yeah, I thought it was like <laughs> mini prints that they turned into kind of like a, Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's got just the like prince flair. Huh? I said the Prince Flair oh, too. He does have the Prince Flair. 
He just got pink hair. Or I guess it's like Dr. Pepper red. You know what I mean? Whatever color Dr. Pepper is. It's like burgundy on that motherfucking bottle, right? It's burgundy. <laughs> All right, enough talking about Dr. Pepper. So this segment is inspired by two things. So there's going to be a new segment. I'm introducing this. It's going to be... Oh. Darth Vader does not like where the segment is going. He has something to he say right quick. Like spider webs that are all over his head right now. He's a um, happy spooktacular. New segment that we're going to be doing every week. Every single week. I'm going to clip this. I'm going to post it on every pa- platform that we have. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, whatever. It's inspired by Chris Berman. And if you know the Monday Night Football halftime show for years, Chris Berman has been doing the fastest three minutes. Big berm. Big berm. I love me some boomer, dude. And it's also inspired by a guy who's supposed to be on this motherfucking pod today, but he's not here right now. Nico. He kind of told me that we should go with this idea. He's going to be on one of these ones coming up. Y'all will eventually meet this guy that we keep saying is coming on the pod. And when he does, y'all might like him. Y'all might not. It's okay. It's okay. We like Nico. We love we like Nico. Nico. So y'all going to like Nico. Brother Nico, where so you at? Th- yeah, I know. Come on, bro. you leaving us hanging out to dry. <laughs> so this is our version. I don't know exactly what I'm going to call it, but it's kind of like the fastest three minutes. We'll call it the man up three deep. I don't know. We got to figure. We'll figure something out. It's a working It's a working segment. But basically, just think of it like Chris Berman's fastest three minutes. All right. So we'll start off. Real quick, Cardinals stomped the Saints on Thursday night football. It was 42-34. to Their defense put up two touchdowns, and D-Hop had a big bounce-back week, 10 catches for 104 yards. You knew he was going to show out. shit. The D-Hop and Eno oh, yeah. show. D-Hop and Eno show. And after that, of course, we started off on Sunday. We didn't have any London games, so all we did was kick it off at the 1 o'clock slate, and I'm going to start with my team. Because they did finally survive a fucking lead that they were holding. Hey. Woo! <laughs> did what they were supposed to do. Well. Defense played well. I will give them that. And we only really won thanks to that block field goal by Malik Harrison at the end of the game. Shout out to him. That's wins a dub a for us. 23-20. Yes, wins a win, and we're 2-0 in the division now. So I have nothing to bitch about yet. Give me some time. <laughs> give me another week, and I'll have something to bitch about. And after that, of course, we got Coach T. You don't coach this team, but you are dressed up as Coach T today. Your Panthers. Yeah, and a W on Sunday. Absolutely the most unexpected result from the entire weekend. You held Tom Brady and the boys to no touchdowns. Big 21-3 dub for the Panthers. How do you feel about it, Coach? Give me something real quick. I feel like um, we can hopefully start a win streak, but most of all, everybody played well and played hard, and uh, P.J. was able to air that thing out. Oh, yeah, dude. That touchdown he threw. Who's the tight end he threw it to? Tommy Trimble. It was Tommy Trimble. Yo, that was nasty. Yeah. Nice little over-the-shoulder throw. Kind of. We got uh, a two-head rushing attack instead of just one. I'd say that was the biggest upset of the weekend. You guys agree with me Oh, absolutely. That? Yeah. I don't 100%. really see anything else that was fucking, Tom you know, Brady? Nobody else really no did anything touchdowns? that impressive. But aside from that, we move on back to my original take at the beginning of the podcast. My big takeaway from Sunday. Joe Burrow, Joe Burr, and then Bengals are all the way back, it looks like, with a big-ass whooping. 35-17. to 17. I'm blanking on who they played on Sunday right now because I did not write it down. They played the Saints the week before. But yeah. I know that they put they a motherfucking hurt on the Falcons. 35-17, to 17, which I thought it would be a closer game than that because the Falcons have been ev- giving everybody go, and mm-hmm. then it wasn't a close game. So, you know, the Jamar, Bengals. Jamar Chase is all the way back, too, Oh, bro. yeah, that's top five back receiver in the league. Game. That's a preseason Unreal. take from your boy. Don't what? forget it. Don't you forget it. All right, moving on back to America's team. We don't really talk about the Cowboys that much. We probably should. People will probably pay attention because there's a lot of those fans out there. 
So their defense, guys. Let's just ESPN does that for us. We don't really need to, and so does Skip and Shannon. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Cowboys all the way back. Zeke had two touchdowns, but he's going to be hurt. He's hurt right now. He's probably going to be out for this week's game. Oh, let's go, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard, fantasy owners. Get that yeah. man in the lineup. They don't have who else they gonna give it to, Cam. They ain't got nobody else to Dak give it to. Dak gonna throw the ball fifty times. No, so oh, they gonna lose. Possible. Also possible that they do that. They got a big dub over the Lions, who are just an absolute joke. I thought they were gonna be a good team. They held the. They came back on the Eagles first week of the season, scored fucking thirty points on them, then beat the dog shit out of the Commanders week two, and since then have not won a game. I mean, hey, the Commanders are on a little two game winning streak, dog. Speaking of. The NFC East, though. The Giants are for real. Yeah. In every sense of the word. Yes, they were just for missing that, uh, that running back. And a coach, maybe. Maybe a coach because, Jesus Christ, a competent bro. coach. Daniel Jones isn't playing spectacular, but he's mm-hmm. playing so much better than he has the last mm-hmm. three, four years. Yeah. Holy he's fuck. He's looking like close. he has a good control over, yeah. like, the offense He and looks everything. like a normal fucking Bro, he ran for now. over 100 yards. And I know he'd be, yeah. like, scampering and stuff. It. And, like, you know, looking like he about to fall on his face. But, hey, he's doing that <laughs> quite a <laughs> bit and running himself to 100 yards. So, defenses, be alert. That's all I got to say. Better QB spy, Danny J over there, man. Good Lord. That is the most That's the most surprising thing crazy, bro. this season so far is how good the fucking Giants are. And they won 23-17. Jags almost got them on the last play of the game. Christian Kirk came up a yard short. But, hey, they don't ask how. They ask how many. Nope. And that's six wins, dude. Six. Six wins for the Giants already. More than last year. Holy shit. Yeah, probably more than the last two years combined. I can't tell you that right off the top of my head, but I i mean, it's probably close. <laughs> it's damn close. I'll say that. I still think they will eventually come back down to earth, but they are a very good team, and they are hot right now. Yeah. So this, there'll be one game where they get got, you know what I'm saying, because Daniel Jones will have a Daniel Jones game. He hasn't had one of those yet. And when he does, they will get got. But moving on. Cam, you just mentioned him. Big whoop. Big win over the uh, Big what? <laughs> Commanders that the Lions had week two. But the Commanders made a statement win. They got a big statement win this Sunday. Aaron Rodgers didn't convert a third down. Taylor Heineke started the game off 1-7 with a fucking pick six. Yeah. And then comes back and I think only missed three passes, four passes the whole rest of the game. With a touchdown to Terry McLaurin. Bro. Heineke's not the answer, but he's better Obviously, than Carson Wentz right now. Heineke's yeah, not he the threw answer. a pick six and bounced back, so it goes to I show mean, that. I like, will say this: we're not fans of that team, but it is clear that the dudes that are on that team love to play for Taylor Heineke. McLaurin fucking loves him. Oh, it seems like a lot of those dudes on the team they wasn't walking the Wentz like that. Fires people <laughs> up. Huh? He just fires people up coming off the bench. Being oh, like, yeah, he does, Let's bro. fucking go. He's the yeah, only man. Dog, bro. He he'll, he'll take a for you for Shout sure. out to Virginia. And he fucking played in the XFL as a backup. And now he's coming in. He's won games in the NFL, dude. Almost beat the Bucks in the playoffs two years ago. He's got his issues because, you know, he did play at ODU and he was a backup in the XFL. So he doesn't have the biggest arm out there. He's not the best decision maker. And yeah. we fans out there that are fans of the commanders need to be able to hold him accountable because all I saw on Sunday was Heineke's the Heine hero. Heineke's the hero. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro. They're just happy to see a dub, man. Shout out to uh, the urban sports scene because Wole is always on top of that shit. He's like, y'all need to be objective about Taylor Heineke. And I agree. Taylor Heineke's got moments, but there's also a lot of moments out there where you got to be like, yo, what yeah. the fuck are you doing, I mean, bro? 
You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is for my sure. Opinion, at least. So you got to hold them accountable. And all right, this is where we all kind of fucked up. We all picked the Colts to win the AFC South. And they fucking suck. They are garbage. They suck. They are trash. They fucking blow. It's like, how many more <laughs> adjectives can I think of to describe how shitty this fucking team is? Hey, like, Sam Ellinger. Like adjectives is the right word, right? Now that you've said that, they're going to prove you wrong. <laughs> they might. They might. But Sam Ellinger is the starting quarterback. Mm, I don't know. Matt Ryan was leading the league in interceptions, so I would assume maybe Sam Ellinger <laughs> will cut that out a little bit. Yeah. Hopefully. But they'll probably start giving the ball back to Jonathan Taylor now that he's healthy. No, I will say, they do have injuries on the defense right now. They've got some injuries, as always, on the offense, and their offensive line has just not been playing well at all this year because Matt Ryan is, what, like 37, 38? Yeah, 37. And this motherfucker was getting hit like 12 times a game. He's getting treated like Joe Burrow. Now, Joe Burrow shouldn't be going through that either. He stopped. Their offensive line has picked it up. Yeah, you know what I'm for saying? sure. He could take it a little bit more than fucking Matt Ryan can because Matt Ryan's 38. And it clearly affected his play because he was leading the league in picks and turnovers, dude. The guy was playing like shit. He's and like fourth in passing yards, so it's kind of crazy. I know. But yeah. Because he has to be. Down. Like Cam always says about certain players, you, you have to be. He has to throw this many touchdowns, this yeah. many yards, because they're always fucking losing. Yeah. Always fucking losing. I wish we could say the same about Russell Wilson, but we can't. That motherfucker's always losing. He's still not putting up numbers. <laughs> At least Matt Ryan was putting up fucking yards, throwing God, the fucking the other team. There's but a Jesus. problem over there. God. We'll get to that in a little bit. But I do want to say there is a certain individual that was in this room that's dressed up as a pickle who said his preseason hot take. The hottest of all hot takes. But you did say it, and now I got a hold you know what? Pickle's coming down. Hold on. (laughs) Matt Ryan looks every bit of his age. I said it last week. I said it the week before. I was wrong. You were big wrong. But... I have no butt. Sorry, Matt Ryan. Yeah. You really let me down this he year. He really <laughs> fucked you. And he you fucked are, all of us, too, because we picked them to win that goddamn division. It'd be different if we didn't all agree that the Colts were going to win. Like, every part of me wanted to pick the Titans because I believed in what Vrabel and them can do on defense towards the back half of every yep. season, it seems but like. what happened? From, like, is Matt Ryan really the problem, or did something else change? I don't know. It might be Frank Reich. Maybe they need to fire their fucking coach. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what it is, bro. It's like, something's not right sure, in the water but... in Indy. No, definitely not. Something's going wrong, and I'm sorry for all you Colts fans out there, but sorry. this is not the season you expected. Yeah, sorry if last year got your hopes up. Yeah, because all those fans were talking about all offseason was, oh, my God, if we just get rid of Carson Wentz. If we just get rid of Wentz. If we just have a quarterback that can make good decisions. And then Matt Ryan comes in, and they're like, oh, my God, yay. And then Matt Ryan comes in and plays even worse than Carson Wentz did. Yeah, so it's like, God damn, I'm so sorry, Colts fans. But I don't want to spend any more time talking on you, talking about you. I would like to talk about the Las Vegas Raiders, who are seeming to be climbing their way into the all-the-way-back category, just are like they? the Bungles. Oh, yeah, because they got a nice little easy stretch of their schedule coming up here, and Josh Jacobs is a grown-ass motherfucking man. That, he had, what, two, three touchdowns this weekend? He scored 36 and a half points in fantasy. Mm. Right. Now, I was watching the highlights or whatever, 
the Texas defense is sorry. <laughs> I mean, but also the O line for the Raiders is like hella good because like once like their defense they got a hat on a hat dude was just like picking holes and going wherever he wanted. I'm like, bro, are y'all gonna get him? He's picking up five like uh, six, six yards seven, of carry. Eight. I'm like, are y'all gonna get him? <laughs> it's no, crazy. They were not, coach. <laughs> they were not gonna get him. Um, so yeah. Derek Carr threw one touchdown. Josh Jacobs ran for two or three touchdowns, and their defense also scored a touchdown. Yes, the Texans are garbage, but that's a good win for the Raiders because that's a momentum builder. Oh, they for go sure. into this sorry part of their schedule. They need to be able to fucking handle teams like that because they do have a lot of talent on that fucking team, and they need to start playing like it. And that also goes kind of for the Broncos, who did lose again this weekend. Now, Russell Wilson was out, and the Jets kind of just ran all over them before Brees Hall got hurt, and that yeah. fucking sucks because, god damn, bro. Torn ACL. He looked uh, so yeah. good before he got hurt. Last couple games especially, he's been tearing. This, yeah. The Brees Hall season was starting, and then he fucking tears his ACL, mm-hmm. and he did something else too, but I think it was like his meniscus or something yep. like that, yeah. right? Yeah, his meniscus. So hopefully he bounces back next year. They did trade yeah, for speedy James recovery. Robinson. So we'll see how that goes. I kind of like nah. that. I like it. He wasn't he wasn't built for what Doug Peterson wanted to do in Jacksonville. He had to go somewhere where they want to run the ball. James Robinson, as an undrafted rookie, led the league in rushing. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. Th- that motherfucker needs to get carries, and they were trying to split carries between him and Travis Etienne. Michael Carter's really only going to come in for, what, probably third downs? Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that. They might have to split carries at first, but I, when it comes down to it, James Robinson is going to be toting that rock for the Jets. I can book. I can guarantee Maybe. you that shit because that motherfucker is nice. We'll see. But it sucks that they lost Brees Hall. Sorry, guys. Moving on. The Kansas City Chiefs. All right, forced to be reckoned with. Patrick Patty Mahomes, Mahomes is ridiculous. And they set two different NFL records in the same game after they beat the fuck out of San Francisco, no 44 way. to 23. They set two different NFL records. The first time, I guess in the Super Bowl era, that two wide receivers had 100 yards in the same game for the same team. And Mecole Hardman is the first receiver also in the Super Bowl era to rush for two touchdowns and receive a touchdown. I was about to fuck that up big time. Catch a receiving touchdown. In the same game in the Super Bowl era. Okay. That they just ran all over what we all said is probably the best defense in the league, maybe outside of Philly. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I've been standing true on Philly's been the best fucking defense and team in the league all season. Like I'm gonna just stick with that. Put I Philly think they got Mahomes. a little better. See what happens, bro. Put Philly against Mahomes. That D line's gonna run. That mm. D line's gonna run shit, and them fucking D backs could. They might be able to give Mahomes some problems. Trust me. Trust me. You saw what the Bucks did in that Super Bowl. You, they could do the exact same thing. This Mahomes year. It might be. Yeah. It might be Mahomes year, but all I'm saying is. He's trying to prove something. Watch out for them. Watch out for them. All right, moving on. Seahawks. Yo, Seahawks are the surprise team outside of the Giants this year probably because everybody thought that they were going to suck after fucking, uh, what's his name left? Russell Wilson. By the way, this yeah. went way over three minutes. <laughs> way, way over three minutes. I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Um, still in the works, folks. Yeah, it still is in the works. Geno Smith playing his ass off. One of the most unexpected results of the entire season was for him to be leading the league in completion percentage. He's top fucking 10 in every goddamn passing category right now. And I asked Coach the other day, and I'm going to ask you this right now, Cam. 
You think Geno's playing his way into a long-term deal? I'm not saying, like, four or five years. I'm going to say not a long-term deal, but, like, an extension with the Seahawks. Maybe two, three seasons? Because yeah, he's only 32. They can get him cheap. Yeah, exactly. If he's putting up these numbers, like, no one else is really probably going to pay him. No. Yeah, like, unless nah, he puts nobody's... up MVP numbers, which, Maybe nah, Geno. Geno <laughs> <laughs> Trade him back. <laughs> They'd be like, we don't want this motherfucker anymore, <laughs> Give bro. Give us Russ back. <laughs> Give us Russ. All right. The Texans need the quarterback. Yeah, the Texans definitely need a quarterback. Although, I will say, I kind of like Davis Mills. I just don't really think the Texans have much around him. He's not bad. Their defense, like Coach said, is fucking sorry. That defense is trash. Yeah, Coach yeah. T knows what he's talking about. Coach, Coach T, T knows, knows. Coach T knows defense. Ain't that right, Coach? I ain't never had a losing season yet. Oh, man. But the Seahawks, very good. And Kenneth Walker is a fucking savage. Oh, what was yeah. Was it 73, 74, 75-yard touchdown run? He is a dog, bro. Michigan State. Yeah, these Coach young running backs. Coach always talks shit about him when he yeah. comes up on TV because he's an Ohio State guy. Yeah. But, you know, sometimes you just got to live with it, right? Sometimes you got to live with it. Sometimes, you know. Sometimes them rivals in the big We held them in check, though, so that's all I know. Yeah. So, sorry I didn't go through the Sunday slate in three minutes, guys. That was more like 13 because we got into a little tangent with a couple of other teams mm. in there because, you know, shit just kind of happens when we start <laughs> talking football. To wrap up week seven, though, the Bears almost lost me my fantasy game because they scored 33 motherfucking points on the Patriots, which nobody saw coming. They were eight-and-a-half-point underdogs in the NFL. Eight-and-a-half points. And they go out and win by 19. It's like, yo, what the fuck? I'm so glad that Justin Fields, thank you for taking a knee on fourth and goal because if they score a touchdown there, I lost my fantasy game. That's crazy. I would have lost my fantasy game. I put up 192 in fantasy. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let's get into it. Hey. Let's get into it. <laughs> For my first dub. <laughs> since Nico says that we don't show him love on the pod, I'm not going to show you love because I beat you this week. And I'm your only loss. Both times this year, motherfucker. Damn. Let's go. Coach. Your boy's got a two-game winning streak going. Coach, all I got to say to you. What's up? Even a blind squirrel finds a nut. <laughs> <in the floor. laughs> oh, I mean, yeah, okay. Coach, you were 0-6. So. I had to get 1-6, and six, baby. So the final score to y'all's two, y'all two's game was, what, 192-96? to 96? Something like Holy that. Holy shit. Coach basically put a 100-piece on this bed. So I'm spotting you a 100. You still can't beat him. Jamar Chase over 30, Jeez. Austin Eckler over 30, and uh, Joe, Joe Burrow. Burrow. Mm-hmm. And also Cowboys defense, the Ooh. whole shebang. Call that this, a wrap. This was not my week. You've had a bad couple least. weeks. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but that's fantasy, baby. That's just what we do. That's what we sign up for every year, right? Just to be upset. That's how we shake we got some going on. Ah, I'm yeah. just glad I won. As long as you don't quit halfway through. <laughs> I have done that before. I have done that yeah. before, and I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> He's like, oh, I got a winning record this year. Bro, that guy, Damien, in our league is still just running shit. Is your microphone Him and Nico. like falling all over Yeah, of course place. it is. <laughs> Man, why is mine the only one that works? Because he probably put more effort into that I didn't that put, one. dude, it's the exact same effort. <laughs> I can't put more or less effort into it. Oh, if I could, I would have, but I can't. <laughs> but anyways, uh, let me get my notes back up because I forgot exactly what we were just talking about right there. Something. Moving on. We were, wrap, we were wrapping up week seven, and we're moving on into week eight. So, in honor of the spooktacular, I got 
kind of some spooky related themes. NFL related, obviously, because Ooh. we are obviously a football podcast. Woo. Didn't need to say obviously twice there. But, you know, we work on things. Quite frankly. Quite frankly. That's something I say a lot as Coach The first one I got for you guys is the 10 scariest players of all time. I'm going to go with five from offense, five from defense. If you agree with my selections, you can tell me. If you got any you want to add, we can add them to it. Even okay. though it is only 10, fuck it. We don't got any rules. It's fucking spooked. It's spooktober, man. Yeah. It's spooktacular going. Woo. So, we just throw them in there. All right, I'm going to start. You know what? I wanted to start with offense first, but in honor of scary motherfuckers, I'm going to start on defense because defense is usually where you get some intimidating-ass motherfuckers like Ray Lewis, who I'm not going to start the list off with, but he is on that list. The oh. first one I have on my list for defense, Lawrence Taylor. And oh, I jokingly yeah. put in here that LT is scary on and off the field mm. because, you know, don't get caught in a movie theater with LT. And, as he liked to say in The Waterboy, don't smoke Crack. One of the greatest <laughs> fucking lines in movie history. He is the last defensive player to win league MVP. And I feel like that in itself is enough for him to be on that list. Because the dude, they literally invented a position because of how fucking good he was. Yeah, bro. Was he was so no, dominant. Correct. There was no such thing, dude. No such thing as the H-back until LT came into the NFL. And some motherfuckers had to figure out how to try to block that shit. Yep. Because he came into the NFL day one. Obviously, we're not old enough to like pull like memories from watching those games, but I'm just going based on highlights and shit here. Day one, he stepped in the NFL. Motherfucker took over. Everybody knew, 56. That's that dude. That is that dude right there. You know what I'm saying? Didn't he go to like a... UNC, I'm pretty sure. Oh, for real? Yeah, he went to UNC. I thought it was like a a lower tier school, but shit. He played at UNC, bro. And think about that. The motherfucker came out of UNC and did and is arguably the greatest defensive player in the history of football. Arguably. If you want to be the GOAT, go to UNC. No, that's (laughs) not what you want to do. Absolutely not. All right. After him, I got Bruce Smith. 78, he played for the Bills. If y'all don't know who Bruce Smith was, the all-time leading, all-time sack leader in the NFL's history. I believe he's got 200 sacks. For 200 real? sacks, I'm pretty sure. If not, he's just below that at like 199, 198. Yeah. I don't need to say any more than that. The motherfucker's unblockable. Got 200 goddamn sacks. And they made a commercial about this man back in the 90s. Bad news. He was bad news. Bad news. Bad, bad news. news. <laughs> Something like that. I, I might be fucking that up, and I apologize if I am fucking that up. Number three I have on my list. So I had LT first, and then I had Reggie White. Oh, sorry, Bruce Smith. Number three, Ray Lewis. That man from Baltimore. 52. 52. I've heard from multiple videos I've watched and seeing coaches talk about it and former players talk about it. There was literally a Ray Lewis flu when people would have to go and play in Baltimore. Some running backs would be hurt that week. Ah, my hamstring's too tight, coach. Can't go. Ah, really? Shoulder, I can't go because they did not want to fuck with 52 in Baltimore. Why would you want to get hit by that bad man? Exactly. That's a fucking Mack truck running at you full speed at all times. In his own words, he might not be the fastest, but you ain't ever going to out-effort him anywhere. That that mean he was trying all the fucking time. Yeah. All the fucking time. He's bringing everything he fucking got. You remember that Chad Chad Ochocinco quote? Oh, yeah. I tried to hit Ray. I tried to block Ray. (laughs) (laughs) He saw me coming. He, he saw him coming. Your ass out, Chad. 
Yep, picked him off both feet. Mm-hmm. But man, shoot. Ray Lewis was real deal. You did not want to come across that middle, man. Before he was going to let you out. Before I get to the rest of my list, you guys got anybody that you want throw on there? Uh, you got anybody you want to throw on there? Yeah, for defense, um, well, I'll go with Aaron Donald, a current Ooh, player. Correct. Easily Dream the scariest nice. guy. Can't be blocked. Um, <laughs> and even when he's double teamed, he still finds a way. Dude trains with knives, so that's Correct. pretty freaking scary. Um, <laughs> also got into a few scuffles off the field, so I wouldn't want to walk up on him or see him outside just, you know, at a bar and uh, poke that bear. Absolutely but not. Yeah, man. And speaking of, like, with all these other defensive guys we've added to the scary list, um, he's also considered to be one of the greats and, like, all-time greatest defensive players, like, in NFL history. Dude, he might go down as top five. Yeah. He probably already is top five. Like, just, like... All those defensive he's player a defensive of the year? tackle with absolutely mind-boggling stats. Yeah. Like, who the fuck yeah. goes out and puts up the numbers that he does as a D-tackle? Mm. There's no such thing as a D-tackle averaging eight sacks a year. No such thing. And he does it, and it's just like, yo, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah, he's been an all-pro every year, yeah. I think, except his rookie year. So. Every single season. You got anybody you want to throw on that list, Cam? I want to throw in Cam Chancellor, bro. Oh. Bro, back in the Legion oh, of Boom days, call. you didn't want to step to that man. Yeah. Oh. That, I just saw Ooh. the clip of Vernon Davis mm-hmm. getting his head taken yep. off on Sunday Night Football. Oh, yeah. Another Bam, honorable Cam. Golly. Another honorable mention because we were thinking about, or you said a safety. Um, I was thinking about Brian Dawkins too. Oh yeah, that Wolverine. dude was crazy. Wolverine, bro. <laughs> He's fucking nuts, bro. I love. Well, now I'm not gonna say that's. I'm not gonna say that because he does have. Some actual problems, so I'm not gonna say he's nuts. But on the football field, he was the Wolverine. Yeah, that dude was. He was like tough as they come. Another one, I'll throw an honorable mention on there that I didn't put on my list, but I feel like I should have, even though he didn't play for that long. His life was cut short tragically. Sean Taylor. Oh yeah, I, I, mean, I was thinking that too. Still to this Ooh. day inspires people. Like, dude, and he's been gone since what 2007. He died in 2007. Think about that. 15 years ago. Mm. And he's still inspiring people to this day. To this day, as Deontay Wilder would say. Hey. So I he, I feel like I'm kind of disrespecting him by not putting him on that list just because even in that short span of time that he did play, he was so fucking intimidating. You did not want to get caught lacking going. Yeah, everybody the remembers the, uh, I mean, it wasn't in a real game. It was the Pro Bowl. But what he oh, did bro. to the uh, punter. Not even Earth. that. He hit, uh, it was like sh- something, it was a receiver on the Eagles. I don't remember who exactly he hit. It might have been Reggie Brown or something like that. Uh-huh. Coming across the middle deep, and Sean Taylor just, it was like, you see the receiver, and then all of a sudden you just see a flash of fucking burgundy, and then wham, oh. fucking dead on the field. He crushed that fucking guy oh out of God. nowhere. I was like, oh, my God. He's He had so many of those Sheesh. moments, too, where he would do that shit, bro, and... He was awesome to watch play. For those for the people that never got to see Sean Taylor play, like the younger kids out there that didn't get to see that, first of all, you missed out. And go watch those highlights because Hell he's yeah. ridiculous. Dude, we're in the generation of coaches that all they're going to show, especially in the area we're in, is Sean Taylor highlights. We're like, oh, this yeah. is how you go after oh, yeah. the ball, kids. And, and fucking Ed Reed, but he's not – I wouldn't put him on. I mean, maybe because, I mean, all them mm. damn interceptions, you can't yeah, throw that yeah, ball yeah, I was about to say, Reed going They were not it. throwing his I'll throw way. two safeties on there. You got one, I'll throw another one on there. I'm going to throw Ed and Sean on there. <laughs> so we what, got, what's the saying? We 72% got players for of the each world, level. 
72% of the world, right, is covered by water. 70% of the wa- world is covered like by that. water. Who knows at this point? The rest of it's covered by Ed Reed. <laughs> Never forget it, folks. Never forget that shit. Boy. And you know what, Coach Tomlin? I'll throw a player on there for you, too. James Harrison. Oh, Debo. absolutely. Debo? Yeah. Big-ass Debo. He definitely makes the list. I mean, for fuck's sake, they changed the NFL rules because of how hard he was hitting people. They had to he change the rules. Dudes. Really hard, real fucking hard. Like, <laughs> I loved watching James. Every time that's coming from a Ravens fan, tapped out Ooh. on the ground, and it's just like that hit on Muhammad Massaquai or some shit like that. You remember that? Oh, one? he had that dude <sighs> bent. Yeah, straight up, that motherfucker was like, eh. <laughs> yeah, straight sideways. All right, I had another safety that I put on the actual list. Ronnie Lott is oh, on that yeah. list. One of the hardest hitting safeties Legendary. in the history of football. Motherfucker cut his finger off to go back into a game. If you ever played football growing up, you, if you ever watched football at all, you've heard that story that Ronnie mm-hmm. Lott chopped his motherfucking finger off to goddamn go back out on the field and play. Bruh. Like, what? You uh, know what I'm doing if my shit's... Sorry, guys, I'm out. Looks like <laughs> I didn't cut my finger off. That is definitely not happening. Hell no. Not at all. And Why do you have to cut his finger? He broke it something so bad that they were like, yo, the only way like you're going to be able to do anything right away is if you amputate it. And he was like, fuck it, amputate it. Nah. Think about that shit. This man in the moment is so competitive. He's like, yeah, cut my fucking finger off. Nah, I'm good cut on that. Couldn't be me. <laughs> Couldn't be me, bro. Uh-uh. Another one I'm going to add on. Uh, you know what? I'm just thinking more. Fuck a top 10 list. I'm going to just keep thinking of some scary guys that I'm going to throw on there for defense. You know who's another one Let's I want to put on there? Brian Urlacher, linebacker. Another one I'm going to put on there for you, too, Coach. Luke Keekley. Oh, Luke yeah. Luke Keekley. Again, don't want to like go a mad the scientist, that, bro. Correct. He knew every play and, like, what you're doing, where you're running it, all that good stuff. So he was just telling the defense where to be, and it worked. Like, I'd say 80% of the time. You got another one, Cam? You got any scary defensive guys you're thinking Damn, of? Damn, Keekley was mine, bro. Oh, shit, was, I always had him. me fucking thinking about Another it, Panthers like, oh. guy. I got another Panthers. Panthers guy if you don't want to think of him first. Can. Nah, I'm talking defense right now. <laughs> Julius Peppers. Mm. Julius oh, yeah, that dark visor, Peppers. too, bro. Freak he was just a big fucking man. fucking nature that guy was, bro. Absolute freak. Another guy I want to try to throw on that list. Ah, fuck it. Who am I thinking of on this one? Is another linebacker or maybe a defensive lineman? You know who's working his way onto this list? Miles Garrett. And T.J. Watt. They're both working their way onto that list, too. Vaughn I mean, Miller, for sure. You were trying to tell no. me, what, that he tied the sack record and all that shit? Or who was it that said that he tied the sack record? Who, T.J.? Yeah. And then I was saying it's because he had an extra game. And who was trying to say it wasn't because he had an extra game? I can't remember that. Somebody was trying to disagree with me about that. Yeah, I don't remember who it was. But T.J. did tie Michael Strahan's record. So that's pretty damn impressive. Hey, Michael Strahan. He was a motherfucking beast, but I think he's a little bit too nice to be, like, scary. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he was, like, necessarily scary. He'd be on Good Morning America. Yeah, exactly. He's the <laughs> nicest guy in the fucking world, dude. I don't think anybody's, like, necessarily scared of Michael Strahan. But, all right, last one for this list, and then we'll move on to the offensive guys. Y'all, we don't really know this guy because we weren't around to see him play. This guy played forever ago. But if they would have kept stats for sacks... Back when Deacon Jones was playing, yeah. he would have more sacks than Bruce Smith. He would have more sacks than everybody. But because they didn't count that shit back in the day. 
I think the estimated number is something around like 230 or like 240 Shit. sacks that he had finished his career with. But I don't what? think they started keeping track of him until like the last year or like the year after he retired. Wow. Deacon fucking Jones, dude. An absolute animal. And we had a substitute teacher back in high school that played with Deacon Jones, and he would tell us fucking stories about that guy all the time. Are you Deacon serious? Deacon Jones seemed like a fucking badass dude. What? Seemed like also like a very, very nice guy. Like, yeah, if you're a yeah. quarterback, he's absolutely going to hate you. But if you're not, you're just going to be a normal guy to him. Mm. That is it for my defensive list. Y'all got anybody you want to add to it before I wrap that up and move on to offense? I think we hit a lot of the scariest on defense. Fair enough. Prime time. Fair enough. Prime time, absolutely. Locked down an entire side of the field. And mm-hmm. since we're on that note, too, Darrell Rebus. Rebus Island. I mean, mm-hmm. they literally called it Rebus Island. Yeah. For a reason. He's the best in the game for so Shut many years. Shut down. Oh, God, I know. And I used to be a Richard Sherman guy, but just the consistency out of Darrell Rebus, you can't argue with it. So fucking good, dude. On every level, he was so good. Uh, all right, let's move on to offense. Y'all want to get anybody out there for you before I put my put the list out there? Because um, I already know you're probably going to steal one off the list. <laughs> it's only a finite amount of guys. Derrick really. Henry. Derrick Henry. All right. Hell fucking yeah, Coach. Yeah, Queen Henry. Henry. That's a big man running the ball fast. <laughs> you just call him Queen Henry? I always do. I, always do. Mr. I don't like the Titans. Huh? Mr. Megatron. Oh, that's a good one, too. Uncoverable. Uncoverable. Yeah, he was the elite receiver. The. He was the. The elite receiver, as Cam was saying. The nah, he's receiver. just the red zone receiver, bro. Like <laughs> that man's just too big. He overpowered everybody. Fair enough. Alrighty, guys, I'll get this list out there. You got, you got one more. You look like you got one more. Uh, nah, you go ahead and All get, right, it, let get me on get your list. Get this list. list out there. Number one for me on this list, Deshaun Jackson, dude. I mean, he's got the most mm. touchdowns of sixty plus yards in the history of the NFL. The most. You want to talk about putting the fear of fucking God into a defense? Oh, yeah. Let number 10 back when he was playing for the Eagles get by you. Uh, see ya. He's Off to the races. Right past you. Off to the races. Yep. As Shannon Sharp would say, I'm hitting my head on the goalpost every <laughs> motherfucking time. He's going to drop the ball behind him like he did against the Cowboys. Oh, I hate it when he did that. I know. He'd have so many more touchdowns. I know, bro. <laughs> most 60-plus yard reception t- receiving touchdowns in the history of football. Arguably, arguably, other than Randy Moss, arguably the greatest deep threat in the history of football. Because those numbers don't lie. It's the, it's the most touchdowns in 60-plus yards. That yep. means if he gets loose, he's fucking gone. You ain't catching that guy. He I mean, did it with the Eagles. He did it with the, the Skins. He did it with the fucking back to the Eagles, I think, after that. Yeah. How many and, years does Tyreek Hill have to play till oh, he takes that title? Hey, where do you think I was going next? Who do you think is coming close to being that guy? Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill is probably on his way. I don't know exactly how many 60-plus yard touchdowns that Tyreek Hill has. I should have looked that up before I did this. I'm sorry. That's on me. But I didn't. But I guarantee you, if anybody's going to be able to catch that list, catch that, it's that motherfucker. But he's the only one on the list because he's the only one still playing on my <laughs> list. So, yeah. Absolutely the one of the most scary fucking guys in the history of the league. I mean, Tyreek catches the ball, and it's the first thing you think is, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. If you're a, a fan of the opposing team when he's got the ball, yeah. all you're thinking is shit. Pursuit. Fuck. Oh, shit. Shit. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Pursuit. Shit. Get the ball. There goes Tyreek. Everyone at that Damn. one player. Yeah, literally. Fuck everyone else. Number literally. 10. And now we get on to, there's literally a phrase 
after this guy. You got fucking Moss. Moss. Oh. Randy Moss. Same as the two guys that we mentioned before. Arguably the greatest receiver in NFL history. Mm, no, that's Jerry Rice. But that's a whole other discussion <laughs> for another day. Stats over 23, what, 22 years? Man. What? So what? No, relax. That's a, okay, well then let me hear. If we want to talk about, we can switch the subject real quick. You guys always love to talk about LeBron James. Take away the longevity. Where's all those fucking stats? All right, now we can move back to football. But he's not. it's not unrealistic for... Uh, player like lebron to play that many years bro it's unrealistic for jerry rice to put up the numbers he did in a non-passing league i don't care if a fuck if he played for 30 years that those numbers are absurd absurd now randy moss is the biggest freak that's ever played football probably just pure athleticism because he don't stretch he comes ready remember that's exactly his quote from mike dub 84 comes ready exactly (laughs) every motherfucking time and I was a big Randy Moss guy, especially when he played for the Vikings. I liked him on the Patriots, even though, you know, fuck the Patriots. But yeah, still liked him on they the Patriots. They were a cheat code. He was a dog. One of our buddies, Tarek, wrote him a fucking letter in, like, elementary school. Never got a response. Aww. His sister wrote a letter to, like, Derek Jeter. Got a little mini trophy. Got, like, what? a signed glove. Yeah, that, yeah. So that's, like, oh. Dang. Kind of a dick. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. But he's good at football. So, you know. <laughs> We just got him. Couldn't get nothing. Not at all. All right, now we finally have a running back on the list. Aside from coaches running back, Barry Sanders, mm-hmm. shiftiest running back of all time. Anybody that's like thirty-five years or older, yeah, they all say Barry Sanders, greatest running back of all time. Barry Sanders. If you ask anybody, they always say Barry. 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 And it's because every fucking highlight you ever see, he's got the worst offensive line ever, and he's going boop, 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 touchdown. Just fucking running all yeah, over the guy. Yeah, didn't play that long either. Whoop, 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 whoop. See ya. All over the... Yeah, played what? Ten, nine, ten years? Nine years, I think. Nine seasons. And he's top ten in the NFL history in rushing. Yeah. He was top ten in touchdowns. And aside from, the, like, a couple playoff games, because he played for the Lions, you know, this motherfucker was literally untackleable. Unless the goddamn defense was just not just not giving him anywhere to go. Like, I think he finished one game with, like, negative one or negative two yards rushing. What? Just because the O-line was so bad, he had to keep trying to fucking cut and make shit happen. He just Damn. kept getting tackled, yeah. I think that might happen against the skin. Might be wrong about that. But last but not least for my list is a quarterback. And Cam saw this earlier, and he got a little confused. But I'm going to preface it by saying when I say scariest players, I'm not talking about just, like, your stats, your accomplishments, and shit like that. I'm talking like your abilities. So yeah. Michael Vick is probably the scariest quarterback that's ever played football because he could throw the ball over your head, throw that shit a mile, yeah. and whenever he wanted to, he could take off and run 75 yards for a touchdown. Any time. I'm surprised you didn't replace him, though, with Lamar. Because You've got the better version of Michael Vick as your current but quarterback. And, how are you... and I didn't want to put him on there because... What's He's already the greatest dude. Lamar don't really scare nobody. And what? That's bullshit. He scared a league. What do you mean? He, who does he scare? Defense. I know. I'm just fucking with you. He would definitely <laughs> scare the shit out of me. And I always said that. Like that first I'm like, could you imagine it's playing like the, that guy in high school? <laughs> Fuck. 
there's this TikTok or whatever. It's like when you when you saw Lamar Jackson play in college football, and he's like, this dude is crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he really gets seven that Florida State game. I was like, yo, who is this, bro? He had like seven touchdowns that game. Yeah, five, six, seven touchdowns. I'm like, I this mean. dude is actually scary. Like, I that's my like initial reaction when I watched that game. And like in the NFL, he doing the same exact thing, winning MVPs. But because one. he's still playing, I went with Mike Vick. Lamar will probably make that list on the next spooktacular. How about that? <laughs> For the next spooktacular, I'll have Yeah, that. stamp him in already, next yeah, spooktacular. Yeah, got him in the next spooktacular list. He'll be paid That is it for my that. offense and defensive list. Do you guys have anybody you want to throw on there for the offense? Cam, I know you're sitting there stewing. Quarterback you're thinking of, running back you're thinking of. Coach, you got any running backs, quarterbacks, receivers you're thinking of? Maybe an offensive lineman even? Maybe. A scary offensive lineman? Oh, yeah. Definitely Trent Williams. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Fuck yeah. That's yeah. a great goddamn choice, coach. The black visor. He's so big and athletic, too. Yeah, bro. But and what he... offensive tackle you know going in motion? What <laughs> offensive tackle have you ever seen going in motion? That's actually crazy. Yeah. What? Oh, God. What the fuck? You got anybody, Cam? <sighs> I don't know, bro. I want to say Bo, but at the same time. Oh, yeah. Bo Jackson. That's big a great man didn't pick. play that long. So. Bro, same shit with Barry Sanders, but he played. But yeah. Barry Sanders played. Bo longer. Bo Jackson was the probably the most. Probably he might have been the fastest player in NFL history, bro. bro. They said he ran a four one forty. I don't know if that's true, but I mean that's what they said. If they had the lasers and other bullshit they use to yeah. track that shit now, <laughs> bro, true. I bet they're clocking him at a four one five at the fat like at the slowest. I like that. I like that. No, I don't think though. He he was probably running like four three. He's probably dude. like four three. Four three is more realistic. More when, realistic for that one. You got anybody around, else? When he was around two twenty, he was probably cutting like a four one five. I don't when think Bo Jackson heavier. was ever two hundred twenty pounds as a professional athlete. Maybe in baseball. Maybe. But I don't think so. You got anybody else you're throwing on that list? Uh sure. Nah. I don't How about twenty fifteen? MVP Cam Newton. <laughs> that Hell was yeah. a scary motherfucking dude right there. Bro. Hell yeah. 6'5", 260, running 4'6", throwing for, what, 3,800 yards, 3,700 yards that year, 39 yep. touchdowns. 34 touchdowns, 35 touchdowns, sorry. Because Lamar threw more and we had this argument. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'd say, like, also another running back, Alvin Kamara. Oh, damn. You like, got him on the scariest? Yeah, bro. What? Think about it. That one game against the Vikings, he scored six touchdowns. The funniest part is we didn't have a podcast then, but I was having an argument with Cam that Alvin Kamara wasn't an actual running back. And then he goes out and gets six yep. rushing. <laughs> the very next week. He's like, oh, six shut rushing. Right. I mean, yeah, his balance is crazy. He's Hard to tackle, Pulls and he's just like, time. yeah, and like, shoot, he's stronger than you think, faster than you think. He's just a matchup nightmare. Absolutely, the All ultimate right. nightmare. A couple more things on a scary list. Oh, you got one? You look like you were getting excited. Nah, I was just talking about the matchup nightmare. Ooh, Ooh. matchup nightmare. Before I move on to our scariest <laughs> moments as fans, you got another one, Cam? Julio Jones in his prime. Oh yeah. Julio in his prime before he had Twizzlers for hamstrings yep. was so good. So good. And that leads me right into the next topic. Thank you for that, Cam. Yeah, yeah. So, top scariest moments you can think of as a fan. I'll start with mine because I wrote it down. Me personally, I was at this game. Okay. <laughs> it was the coldest game in the history of MT Bank Stadium. 
Ravens versus Bengals. Ravens win this game, right? We're in the playoffs. If we win, we're in. That's the fucking motto. We had won the two games before. Bang, bang. Got to win this third one against a struggling but kind of finding their footing again towards the end of the season, Bengals. Andy Dalton's playing quarterback there at the time. Joe Mixon's still there. Not Joe Mixon of today, but he was Joe Mixon still. (laughs) These motherfuckers for the whole first half. Now, remember I told you, the coldest game in the history of my fucking team stadium. The coldest game ever. Ever. It was like 16 fucking degrees outside with a wind chill of who the fuck even knows. Bruh. It was miserable out there. You love those Ravens. And then I watched this first quarter. We're down 14 nothing. I watched the second quarter. Fuck, we're down 21 nothing. What happens? I'm about to get up, walk to go somewhere warm because, like I said, it's like seven fucking degrees outside. I get up to go walk somewhere warm and I hear the crowd go crazy. I'm like, oh shit, Chris Moore's running a kickback, almost scores a touchdown. But guess what he doesn't do? Score a touchdown, gets tripped up at the one. Ravens, we do score a touchdown. But here's where it gets bad. The comeback is on, right? It's yeah. like 24 to 7. 21 to 7. Sorry, that's what it was. 21 7. We score. Bang. Stop them. We score. Bang. They stop us. We score. On that most one of the most insane runs I've ever seen in my life in person. Alex Collins goes to the right. Fuck. I've got absolutely nowhere to go. Makes a guy miss. Makes another guy miss. Cuts all the way back to the left side of the field. Oh, shit, here comes this guy. Cuts inside. Oh, fuck, here's that guy. Cuts outside. Dives and scores a touchdown. Right in front of my face. Now, that's to end the third quarter, okay? Whoa. That was to end the third quarter. And then they switch sides of the field. And this is where it gets bad. The Ravens, we drive down one more time. Opposite end of the field this time, we score. It's 24 to 28. 24 to 21 at this point, right? The Bengals are driving with under... Fucking two minutes to go. Driving, driving, driving. We get them to midfield. Stop them. On fourth down. (laughs) Penalty, of course. Marlon Humphrey for holding. One of the most bullshit calls I've ever seen. Rookie Marlon Humphrey, too, by the way. Not even his fault. Not even his fault. Come on. Rookie Marlon Humphrey gets called for holding on A.J. Green. Fine. That's fine. We got to stop him again. They're still, like, just outside of midfield, kind of getting close to midfield. (laughs) We stop him. We stop him. Third down. We stop him again. It's fourth and 12. Under fucking, um, I believe it was under a minute to go at this point. Fourth and 12, I'm thinking to myself, damn, Joey, this is a great fucking game to go to. We were down 20 points. We came back. We won. We're about to make the playoffs and go beat the Patriots next week. was my entire thought process with under a minute to go on fourth and 12. And then I see Tyler Boyd catch a pass. (laughs) No, actually, hang on. Let me back that up because Joey called this shit. We were sitting in the end zone, right? And you could see our defense was crept up to the line of scrimmage looking like they were going to blitz. And we were thinking to ourselves, or he was thinking too, he was like, oh, fuck. If they don't bring this pressure, they're about to score a touchdown. And he said that to me. What do we do? We fake the blitz, drop back in coverage at the snap of the fucking ball, and C.J. Mosley missed the pick by, like, the tip of his fucking fingers. Oh, man. Tyler Boyd catches it, <laughs> runs into the end zone where I'm standing. I swear he looked right at me and was doing this shit, and I was like, fuck you, and I kicked my chair, and I walked out of the stadium. It was 14 degrees. 14. That's brutal, bro. And the worst part is I had to drive Joey up, like, an hour and a half away outside of Baltimore so he could meet his girlfriend at the time and then go to her place. 
I shit you not, I've never been that quiet in a car in my entire life. I've, I mean, you guys hear me on this pod. I talk for 89% of this shit. How, <laughs> if I'm, how often am I quiet? That whole ride there, all Joey could say to me was, damn, that sucked. And I would just be like, yep. Man. <laughs> so heartbroken. So That's heartbroken. A loss. And what about you, Coach? I know you got one that you were talking about. Um, Kind of similar. <laughs> Um, to your game, uh, I didn't. I wasn't at this game. I was just watching. Uh, Lucky, you know, on a regular old Sunday, it was Panthers Falcons, and uh, this was 2016, so the year after we go to the Super Bowl, and um, yeah, Julio Jones has 12 catches for 300 yards. That's right, 12 catches and three. Hundred yards, and he plays wide receiver, not quarterback. So <laughs> Matt Ryan was wheeling and dealing, and he was just going up and down the field, jumping long runs, jumping over people, mossing folks, all this crazy stuff. And I'm just like, bro, do we have an answer for him? Is somebody going to stop him at all? They just kept feeding him, and he just kept dominating. It at was... least he only had one touchdown. Yeah. Yeah, bro. That's I mean, he's part. not the biggest touchdown machine, but, like, all them yards just running wild on our mm-hmm. defense. And, like, we had Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, all those guys. So, man, he made us look really ser- silly. And uh, that was hella scary to watch. Now, Cam, I know you don't have a professional football team. But do you have a Georgia Bulldogs moment or an Atlanta Braves moment that you would like to reference in your scariest moments as a fan? Well, I did have a Move quick. Yeah. <laughs> I did have one football watching the Falcons blow that fucking Super Bowl oh, league. Yeah. Oh yeah. Going into overtime. Oh man. You're so high on that whole James year too. White running it was James White, yep. right? Yep. Run into just fucking trot into the end zone in overtime. Just la 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 la. Quick whoop. There it like, is. Yeah, you're, you're my bitch. You're you're my bitch. Yeah. The Every entire single Falcons one is... defense. Yeah. Oh my god. Golly. That was they were one up too. Huge. That was huge. They just took their foot off the gas. To Cam's credit, he was very big on the Falcons that whole year. He's like, they're gonna go to Super Bowl, dude. I was they're gonna so go to Super Bowl. The Falcons, they're gonna bro. go to Super Bowl. And then he was right. I don't think anybody saw that coming though. Nah. Twenty eight three. Shit. Greatest comeback and the biggest blunder of any NFL program in history. It's absolutely both of those and more. Um, uh, yeah, I don't think I have any others. You got any others? I, I mean, I got one more, but I don't know if I'm going to throw that out there. You got any others? What about losing the Super Bowl? Uh, didn't make your list? Well, yeah, of course that. But yeah. also, um, a game that stands out because like, it kind of like was, the, if you think about it, it was like the trickle-down effect of, how the Panthers got to where they are today. Um, I want to say it was 2016 or 2017, but we played the Steelers. The Panthers played the Steelers. So, you know, me, Mike Tomlin, I I, I got a winning season every season. I don't Correct. need to call the plays. So I already know how to beat their ass. <laughs> so uh, basically, I was just calling up the plays. Ben Roethlisberger's just throwing right over Carolina's head, and we had no answers, and Cam got – Freaking rocked in his head. Score like forty something on y'all. Yeah, bro, it was like forty or fifty to like maybe thirteen. And if I remember correctly, I think you guys like scored a defensive touchdown or scored very quickly to start the game, and then it was yeah. And then I think we threw a pick or they scored really quick, and they was just on to the races, bro. 
Absolutely. Yeah, Cam, Cam got, got a concussion. More. All that Sorry. shit. You got one more, Coach? You're saying Cam got a concussion that game? Yeah, and uh, was that the game he fucked his shoulder up? Or no, that was uh that was the season before, right? Yeah, the season before. It was both seasons. He was just dealing with injuries and couldn't shake back. You right, Cam? You got one more? Any game against Alabama over the last <laughs> ten years, except for the Natty, except for the national. Well, well, which Natty? Are yeah, right? I was about to say, except for last year. That yeah. was the first year I've been able to sleep yeah. peacefully after a Georgia season. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I feel you. That's why I don't have a college team. I'm not going to get upset with some 19, 18, 19, 20-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? That ain't happening. All right. Now, I'm going to run through this one quick because I want to get to our uh, the week eight and all that shit. NFL tricks and treats for the season. Now, I'm going to say, when I say tricks and treats, who tricked us and who has been treating us so far this season? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, my three picks, you can agree or disagree with me, are Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson, and Darren Waller for my offensive, tr- for my tricks of the season thus far. All like three those. of those guys, massive disappointments. Darren Waller's battling injuries or whatever he's going through right now, but even still, when he is on the field, he's not producing at all. Russell Wilson, you already know. Broncos country is not riding anywhere. Matt Ryan got benched for Sam Ellinger. So <laughs> that should tell you all you need to know about those two guys. You guys got anyone you want to add to that list, like a team or anything that's kind of tricked you? Tom or, Brady. Yeah. yeah you got Tom pick. Brady, Aaron Rodgers. Great pick. Yep. Um, who else? Uh, I feel kind of tricked by t- DJ Moore. I don't. I don't know why. You know what? Yeah, I, I feel tricked by the more. Panthers because yeah. I thought they were going to be a little bit better than this. I told you, you I was. You're a fan of the team, so I should have listened to you. Damn you, Baker! You suck, Baker. Maybe the Steelers because I, oh, I yeah. thought their defense at least would be better and be able to keep them in games. And of course, Najee Harris. Right, like you need to be able to do shit without Najee. Yeah, you gotta be able to pick. do shit without Najee. Najee come on, man. Najee's a big up. trick on the season, yeah. bro. He was Ain't a no lot treat. of people's for like first round or second round draft yeah. pick, and man's averaging like ten points a game. He sucks. He sucks. Oh. Sorry, that's your player over there, coach. Yeah, he, bro. He fucking stinks. <laughs> that's why I'm always six. All right, let me get to the treats. I got two guys, and I only thought of two because you know, I didn't really think too much about it because I like focusing on bullshit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kenneth Walker and Damian Pierce are my two treats on the NFL season. One of them was going to be Brees Hall, and I still kind of want to put him on there even though he got hurt. But goddamn, those two guys are killing it in fantasy. They're killing it just overall. Yeah. Damian Pierce's numbers are not translating to wins for the Texans, but, I mean, hey, I'll take that shit in fantasy all day. He's balling right now, dude. Keep feeding Pierce. One that I didn't think of, and I should have, the Eagles, because I was not high on the Eagles going into the season. I was Me not neither. high on Jalen Hurts. I was not high on what they had done in the offseason because I was like, I don't trust him. Why do, right. why, why do I give a fuck about what they put around him if he can't throw the ball? And I've been proven wrong time and time again because they are 6-0. I think a lot of Big treat on were. the season. Even some Eagles fans, you could say. Yeah, definitely. You guys got any treats on the season? Some guys that have surprised you? Or anything like that? Some uh, pleasant surprises? Sauce Gardner. Absolutely. Great Sauce pick. boy. But Great yeah, pick. he's just uh, sticking to these receivers like glue, man. Ooh. <laughs> he is locked down and uh, showing why he could probably win defensive rookie of the year. Uh, um, he will. Yeah, he I don't will. really see. He's going to. I, I mean, Aiden Hutchinson's giving him a run for his money because Aiden Hutchinson's oh, yeah, that's a true. dog. 
He is a fucking monster. I did not see that coming. I didn't know how good he was because, I mean, not going to lie. He's not DeBosa's, and everybody was trying to say he was, like, the next Bosa guy. I didn't think nah. so. But he looks pretty good. fucking good. And it's just not really helping the Lions right now. Cam, you got anybody that's been a pleasant treat for you thus far? Gino. Oh, why didn't I think of that? Mr. Gino. Why didn't I Dude, think he's got the that? Eagles. Aren't they leading that division Seahawks, right now? but yes. Seahawks, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Wrong oh, That's another trick. Let me throw another trick on there. Kyler Murray and the, Kyler oh. Murray and that offense, bro. Now, they yeah. look a little better with D-Hop, but the I still, still trick. Yeah, that entire, entire division, division sucks right now. That's just embarrassing. Correct. That's a big trick on us, too. And the AFC West, bro. It's just the Chiefs. The Chargers, big trick. Didn't see that shit coming. They fucking suck whenever they... Dude, they are, what, four and three? Yeah. But their three losses, they've gotten smoked in all three of those losses. Like, I, I can't trust them right now. I might be starting to jump off the Herbert train. Oh. But he has been injured, so maybe... Maybe yeah, I'll give them and their defense. Maybe I'll give them a pass. Is, leaves a lot to be desired. Oh God, yeah. All those fucking guys they added and they still can't do anything, bro. Austin Eckler always a treat. Oh, he's always so. a treat. He's fun to watch. He's leading. He's leading the league in yards after catch. Oh, word. that's absurd. He's a running back. Let's think about that, people. He's a fucking running back. If you have him in fantasy, you're gonna win almost every week. Except for coach has him in fantasy. <laughs> but I ain't been winning. <laughs> All right, those are our tricks and treats for the 2021 NFL season thus far. Uh, Moving on, we're in week eight, boys. Week eight is here. We're not going to jump into the schedule just yet. I want to run through a couple things that have been going on. So Robert Quinn got traded to the Eagles today. That defense just got even better. He had 18 sacks last year, and I think he's only got one this year, but... If he's gone to defense that has that many fucking guys on the D-line, he's going to be able to get some numbers because they're not going to be able to just focus on Robert Quinn. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they have a nice rotation. Team's got to drop back against the Eagles because they're going to be up before you know it. Correct. Good Lord. The the rich just get richer on that one. James Robinson, we kind of already covered that. Got traded to the Jets. Cam's not a big believer in that. Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, that was like we yeah, fuck. We literally had yeah, right after the podcast. My- <laughs> yeah, Coach, how do you feel now that you do no longer have Christian McCaffrey? By the way, we called that shit. This man <laughs> this guy <was laughs> We're not gonna move. Hey, he said they were gonna Christian McCaffrey. We, <laughs> we only gave away one player. <laughs> you gave away yeah, that's true. You did only give away Christian McCaffrey. But, yeah, our best player at that. Brian you know. Burns isn't going anywhere. That's nah, what I've heard. So yeah. Robbie Anderson. Oh, oh, they did trade Robbie Anderson, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he wasn't doing much for them. Two of them things. But Absolutely. Where's DJ going? Hopefully Baltimore. I'll take Jerry Judy, though, honestly. And that, again, thank you, Cam, leads me right into the next topic. Look at you go. Leading us into the topics and shit. Maybe not intentionally, but he's still mm-hmm. doing Trade rumors are circulating around a ton of players right now. Yeah. Some of those guys that I've read about are Brandon Cooks, Chase Claypool, DJ Moore, Jerry Judy, KJ Hamler and Bradley Chubb, three different Broncos players because that shit looks like it's imploding on itself right now. Three different Broncos players. William Jackson from the Commanders. Shaq Thompson from the Panthers is also a potential guy that could be traded. Denzel Mims, he plays receiver for the Jets. Don't really know how good he is or who's really going to trade for Denzel Mims. And last but not least that I read about, Kareem Hunt. And I would have told you... That Kareem Hunt would have been perfect for the Jets before they traded for He's James He's wanted to trade since, like, last year. Yeah, exactly. 
And I don't know necessarily if the Browns are going to do that because they kind of like the uh, the two-headed monster that they got going right I now. I mean, yeah, you let Nick Chubb go till he's tired and then really like, here, Kareem, go catch a ball or two. Yeah, exactly. That's a good point. Yeah, like you said the other week, three carries for Nick Chubb, in comes Kareem Hunt. Mm-hmm. Three carries for Nick Chubb, in comes Kareem Hunt. Yep. So I don't know how how willing the Browns would be to move off of him. Yeah. But I know he do he does want to go. When you average over five yards a carry for a career, you, you tend to be put in the game. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All righty, moving on to the next one on my here list here. Mac Jones is still the QB1 for the Patriots after getting benched on Monday Night Football. I'm ready to walk back the uh, Patriots are the team most likely to make the playoffs after I said that last yeah. week. Oh, definitely that was ready a to big, walk bold that one back. <laughs> definitely ready to walk that one back because I think Mac Jones kind of stinks right now, and I definitely don't trust Billy Zappi or whatever his fucking name is. Bailey. Bailey Zappi. Sorry. Don't trust him. Not at all. Um, and Bill Belichick just fell short of being the all-time wins leader. He had 324. He's still really? tied right now. Yeah. So if they win this coming Sunday... He will be the all-time leader in wins for three three hundred and twenty-five wins. I mean, dude. who cares? He's already the greatest coach in NFL history. I mean, yeah, he's got more Super Bowls than anybody else. Yeah, mm-hmm. He's got more there Super Bowls than most organizations. Yeah, there's no debate. Um, did you guys see that video of the refs pulling up on Mike Evans trying to get a fucking autograph after the game? Yeah, I don't uh, think it was like an autograph. It was like, I mean, um, nah, it was like they're some... trying to say that it wasn't, but. I would cover my ass, too, if my refs just got caught trying to fucking get an autograph from a player. Yeah, the NFL never covers anything up. No, not at all. I don't know. That's why John Gruden's not going to win his lawsuit, right? Oh, boy. Good Lord. That is some... We don't need to talk about that, but that's some crazy shit going on. The NFL's (laughs) got some shit going on. Aside from the wonderful games that we get to watch every Sunday. You know what I mean? And tomorrow. But we'll get... We'll get into that in a second. Um, yeah, I think that's a bad look for the NFL. They're clearly going to say that they weren't going to get autographs, and that's exactly what I would say too. They have to. Yeah. Why would you just? Why would you just give up that information? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, come on. All righty. Um, next on this, Rogers called out his entire offense basically without naming any names. Said they're going to have to start cutting back reps for some guys. Start cutting back all this type of shit. Clearly some talking about the young simpler. rookies, like, dude, they're playing yeah. like. Dog shit. In defense of Aaron Rodgers, the the receivers suck. Their receivers are trash. We said this from the very, 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 very beginning that those that this is going to be the worst receiving core that he's ever had, and yeah. we have been proven exactly right. This fucking receiving core drops like four or five passes a game. They can't fucking get open, dude. The commander is literally. If you listen to Aaron Rodgers' interview that he did on McAfee yesterday, he literally said that the, the commanders did absolutely nothing complex. They sat back and played in like cover four, some man, some different type of zone schemes, yeah. blase, blase, blah. You know what I'm saying? They did nothing spectacular, nothing mm. special. And they didn't let up a third down conversion all game. They only, The fucking Packers could not do shit offensively other than, what, like three drives? Because they had a defensive touchdown, and without that, that game's not even close. Yeah, they definitely wouldn't win without that. No, and they did not win because the commanders said, huh, hold my dick. You know what I'm saying? Put it right on their shoulder, as Cam likes to say. Mm-hmm. And it's the Wentz show that day, but yeah, it's uh, <laughs> kind of on the Heineke defense. show. It was the Heineke show. Oh, yeah, against the Pack? Yeah. He had the pick six, and their defense played very, very, very well. Their defense is finally starting to look like we've been saying. They're all first-round picks, except for the secondary. But, goddamn, it's about time. You got, like, seven, six, seven first-round picks on this fucking team. Play it up. Show it up. Um, 
So, yeah, Rodgers and them got to figure that shit out and fast. Andy Dalton is still starting for the Saints, so they're going to lose again. Damn. I was going to go through the power rankings, but I feel like that's going to take way too much time. And I was going to do the position rankings, but I also feel like that would take way too much time. So now, let's get to everybody's favorite segment of the week. The boys are going to pick the games for week eight. So, Coach, I like when you read off the schedule. So I'm going to hand this over to you. Okay. And I'm going to let you go ahead. On You just keep hitting the screen because it is on low power mode. All right. Picks, picks, picks. Let's I love go. these picks. All right. Thursday night game of week eight. We got Swills Ravens against the old grumpy Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. Trying to get a win. Who y'all got? I'm going to go ahead and be that guy and say that Tom Brady should retire. And we're going to show him exactly why tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I got the Ravens big. Big money. Big. Remember that Thursday night game we played against the Dolphins last year? That ain't happening again. We're going to smoke that ass. All right. Sorry, Tom. Yeah, you're lucky it's not the Dolphins. This is the other Florida team. Correct. Cam, you got who? I got the Bucks. <laughs> you trying to be different I again. Got Tommy B. You trying to be different. Look I get at it. Comeback game. I, I have a weird feeling he's going to light up that secondary. He could. Okay. He do suck on the back end, so it's very possible. So yeah. if, you, if you get to him, you win. If not, Tom Brady's going to do his thing. There we go. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the Ravens. Yeah, thanks, Coach. All right, next up, we have Dolphins from Miami and the Detroit Lions. Oh, the Dolphins by a lot. By a lot. Yeah, definitely lot, the Dolphins from Miami. The, <laughs> the Dolphins, the, the Miami football team is who I will be picking. <laughs> Miami football team, all three of us. Yeah, that's a clean sweep. If, and that's bad news for us, potentially, so... Uh, that probably means that the uh, yeah the Lions yeah, will find, Lions a, way will find a way to win this and one. none of us picked them. All right, next up we have the Cardinals with Kyler and Vikings with Icy Kirko. No, I'm not picking Kyler Murray. Go Vikings. It's in Minnesota, right? Future yeah. NFC North. Champions. Yeah, Vikings. Vikes. I agree. All right. Nobody else wants to be different. Yeah. <laughs> You still with us, though. All right. We have the Raiders and Saints up next. Oh, Jesus. I just said it. As long as Andy Dalton's starting for the Saints, I'm going with anybody they're playing against. Raiders. Raiders Big by time. a thousand. I got Josh Jacobs with two tutties again. Go Saints. Oh, yeah. Jameis Winston. Nope. Out. Andy Dalton starting. What? I just said that. Twice. Oh. Wait. They said he was... Had a potential to play. Nah. Their coach just came out and said earlier that, uh, uh, what's his name's playing? Andy Dalton. Okay, then. Mm-hmm. We all picking the Raiders? I'm picking the Saints. Oh, shoot. Cam, you keeping tabs? <laughs> all right. Next up, we have the Patriots and the Jets. Jets. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Woo! Patriots. You believe in the Zap, man? Bounce the back to Belichick, huh? The zapper. No, Mac Jones is starting. Yeah, these New York teams Y'all are... Y'all motherfuckers don't listen when I've been running through the news, huh? <laughs> no, no, I know that. <laughs> you know. But, uh, yeah, so... <laughs> All right, I picked the Jets, and this dude set the Patriots. Yeah. Both New York teams are on fire right now, because yeah. next up is Did the Giants. 
Yeah, I picked the Jets. Okay. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Boo. Yes, Matt, sir. The Giants versus you. Giants versus the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, that could be a trap game for the Giants. Give me Gino. You want Gino? Give me Gino. Give me. Give me the Seahawks, yeah, I'll take the Oh, Seahawks. no, he said give me the Seahawks. Giants. I knew it. We can't all be on the Seahawks, man. That means the Giants are going to boat race them if we all were on Seahawks. I really want it, Don't Giants, want that. <laughs> I want to be right. So. Same. <laughs> um, next up, uh, always heated divisional rivalry. Woo! We have the um, San Francisco 49ers going up against the Los Angeles Rams. <sighs> The Rams kind of suck, aside from Cooper Cup. Yeah, Christian so, McCaffrey might go crazy on them. And the time. 49ers are definitely going to be angry about what just happened. Yeah. So I yeah. feel like it's going to be a 49ers pick for me. Cam, what do you think? I'm Niners. It's Niners for you. What do you think, Coach? Niners. Yeah. Nothing's changed for the Rams. No. Nothing at all. <laughs> all right. Next up, we have another divisional matchup. Between the Bengals and the Browns. Hell no, man. That's Monday night. Ain't no fucking way. Oh, what? You're going all the way down. Oh, there, I don't, huh? My <laughs> fault, y'all. What um, games we missing? <laughs> we got a couple more before like the Monday night game. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> I was Bronco. looking at shit like, what? <laughs> you uh, missed the London game, too. What London game? The Broncos and the fucking Jaguars. Yeah. All right. We got the London game. Maybe I should have did the pick segment. Bro, it's the same thing. <laughs> it don't matter what time it is. Browns and Jaguars. Uh, you mean the Broncos and Jaguars? Lord. See, you messed me up, man. I did. Broncos and Jags. I'm going with the... Uh, dude, I picked them three weeks in a row, and they fucking fucked me. They turned around and fucked me three weeks in a row. Who the Jags? Yeah, but I'm going to do it again. I'm going four weeks straight picking the Jaguars. Jeez, that's about to be so low scoring, yeah. dude. I don't see the I don't see the Broncos doing winning probably more than four more games this year. And so I don't know this is gonna be one of it, them. It could be, but I don't know if it is. So what'd you think, Coach? What's your pick? I'm going with the Jags. You going with the Coes, Cam? Yeah. He's going with the Coes. Bronco Country. Let's walk. <laughs> Let's crawl. All right. My team, the Carolina Panthers, going up against the Atlanta Falcons. I'm going to go with your team. I'm going with the Panthers. Me too. I never pick against them unless Baker's the quarterback. We got <laughs> P.J. Walker. We believe in P.J.? Well, who do you believe in, Cam? You believe in the Falcons? Yeah, Georgia. With the Come on, man. That's a good question. Dude, I'm going Carolina. Yeah, clean sweep <laughs> on the Panthers. Okay. You know what? On that note, change my pick to the Falcons. Okay. Nope, too late. <laughs> Oh, I said it on the pod. I'm going to say I said it. I don't give a damn what you said. Moving on, Coach. Who are we at? Moving on, we got the Bears and the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, bro, Cowboys by a million. The Bears ain't doing that shit again. Yeah, that defense is going to get after Justin Fields. Uh Uh-huh. You saw what the commanders did, bro. Fuck. I see it. I see it. You said Cowboys too, Kim? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Bro, I don't think any of us picking against Cowboys in that game. I sure, you. I did not expect the Bears to do what they did against the Patriots. So Neither did I, but I don't think they have that in them back-to-back weeks. I think yeah. they might be able to do that again this season, but not back-to-back. Well, they you can definitely improve on like what they did good yeah. in that game. 
All right. It's a Philly, Philly special going on. Um, this is a walk. This is a dog walk. Steelers and Eagles. Sorry, Coach T. The Eagles are about to beat you by 40. Hey, we don't blink, so we're going to have to You're going to have to cut them eyelids off because shit. We them Eagles blink. can score points. I know, but, you know, I'm going to have a good game plan for them. You Fair know, enough. we got to represent for Philadelphia. Let them know that Pittsburgh is where it's at. And on that note, you will be picking? I will be picking the Eagles. <laughs> Dressed up as Coach Tomlin, this man picks the Eagles. Go Steelers, baby. Oh, Jesus. Steelers taking the dub, baby. You know what? I can't pick against my team like that. You know what? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go, Steelers country. Oh, I'm going to have that game plan for them. All right. Fair yeah. enough. I'm going to be the only one right on that one. I'll take up, it. Coach? And I said I represent for Philly. I mean Pennsylvania. Pittsburgh. You yeah. are all over the place today. I respect Yeah, what, who are you picking, Coach? I lost track. <laughs> he I the Steelers. the Steelers. Oh, I respect it. I yeah. Respect Coach it. Tomlin's got to pick the Steelers. Yikes. Coach. Coach Tomlin. All right, we got Titans and Texans up next. Oh, such an ugly fucking game. Titans, dude. Derrick Henry's about to run out. You saw what Josh Jacobs just did? Yeah. Uh-oh. Okay. Oh! Titans. Mm-hmm. Damian Pierce needs a rock, so keep feeding him. Correct. Absolutely. Cam, who you got? Oh, I got the Titans. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured, yeah. <laughs> I didn't think any of us were going to pick the Texans. Okay. Who you got? How could you? Uh, I, said, anyone. T- I said the Titans yeah. for that one. Next one, Next up, we do have the Washington Commanders, who just beat the Packers last Woo! week, going up against another old quarterback in Matt Ryan. No, they're not. He got benched. Oh, right. Sam Ellinger Sam versus Ellinger. Taylor Heineke. It's four on four out here. What does Nico say? Four on four. Fire up the four cars. Oh, four on four. <laughs> Fire up the four car. Let's go. Fire them oh, up. Shit. I keep hitting the mic. Um, I'm going to go with the Colts. I am too. Yeah, Commanders. Go with the Colts. Commanders. Commanders. You seen this offensive line for the Colts? Yes, I've seen the offensive line for the Commanders too. But the Colts D-line is not the Commanders D-line. Go Commando. We'll see. Go yeah. Commando. All right. Um, for the Sunday night game of Week Eight, we do have the Packers and the Bills. Two good quarterbacks going up against each other, but the teams as a whole not, are not looking both good. Yeah, one team's very good. The other team is not so good right now. Exactly. exactly. I don't want to pick this one first because I want to Bills at last. Bills. Packers. They are not going to lose three games in a row. Of course yeah, they are. Yeah, they are. No, they ain't. How are they going to win? Yeah, just like Christian McCaffrey wasn't going to I don't know, traded. but Aaron Rodgers is going to find a way. That's how. He's going to get no. some ayahuasca down. and. No. Uh-huh. He's yeah. going to fill the boys up with some, some fundamental some <laughs> fundamental routine. You know what I'm saying? And then we are going to go out there and we're going to beat the Bills. Oh, yeah. They'll be lucky to get 17 points. They're going to beat the Bills 27 to, like, 24. The Bills are going to win... 38 to 14. Nah. Oh. Nah, I'm going with the Packers. 27-24. Okay. Boom. Okay, now. Monday night. Halloween. Monday night. Halloween. Halloween. Think of the Michael Myers theme song. That's all you got to hear when you were going through the Halloween game. What's up, coach? I don't even know that song. But anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> the Halloween theme song? Never... Oh, you know it. I'll play it after. I don't yeah, it's the Browns and the Bengals. Bengals. Putting on for Ohio. Bengals. Bungles. Bungles. All three of us, Bungles, Queen, Queen. Yeah, buddy. 
A clean sweep for the Bungles. Let me get my iPad back if you would not mind. Okay. All righty, boys. We are done talking about football. I got some Halloween-related topics for you, all right? Okay. Oh, actually, hang on, Cam. What were our records from last week? We never fucking go through that, because the week before I went 10-3. and three. Shout out to me. 10-4, and four, sorry. This week you did not. I did not. Not at all. You went 7-7. Seven and seven. Oh, Jesus. Hey, 500, though. I'll take 500. I'd rather be that than under 500. Coach, on the other hand. Ooh. 9-5. This man went 95. Hell yeah, Coach. Woo-wee. Coach Tomlin. And Coach me. I went 5 and 9. Ooh. I'm Quit the only one different. living dangerous. Quit being different. Just pick <laughs> the damn winners. You know who's going to win. Oh, it's so boring, though. You got you to shoot for the stars. I get it. All right, now I want to run through some quick little wrap-up Halloween topics because this was a spooktacular. Woo. All right, question for you guys. What is your favorite Halloween movie? Like, favorite movie to watch around this time of year? It could be a scary movie. It could be a cool movie. It could be, like, a funny movie. It could be whatever you think of. Do you want me to give you mine first so you can think? Nah, I got mine. All I, right. It's a scary movie series. Oh, you like those? Yeah, <laughs> bro. <laughs> those that, are so funny. They are hilarious, man. Especially it, the one with Michael like, Jackson. Yeah, bro. <laughs> it always keeps me geeking and all the uh, cast and... Uh, actors are awesome. Gotcha. Cam, you got any favorite Halloween movies? Bro, I don't know. Something about, like, Scooby-Doo. Oh, fuck yeah. The show, the movies. Going, uh, yeah, the actual. All of the above. Yeah, the bro. show, movies. The whole story. They got My Halloween two. episodes, and it just goes yeah. ham. I will say, the Modern Family episodes, like, Halloween episodes, are very good for, like, TV-related shit. Yeah. But, like, my two go-to movies that I always watch during Halloween are the OG Halloween, and I give the one that they made in 2018 some go sometimes, too, because I do like that one. I don't think that's bad. Those are my two that I usually watch, and then The Conjuring, because I remember going to see that shit in theaters and being like, yo, let's fucking go, dude. This movie's actually kind of scary. You know what I'm saying? You were hyped to see a scary movie? Fuck yeah, dude. Dude, I love scary movies. I wish the Halloween movies were scary. You were never scared? The OGs really aren't. It's They're just not. like, it's, it's it, they try to it's get like you with thriller. the jump scares, but I just like it because I like the Michael Myers idea because you literally can't fucking kill the guy unless you watch the most recent movie. Yeah, my dad told me I ruined the Halloween movies for him because I told them how not scary they were. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Some, like, you got to think about it. We have movies nowadays that come out that are like genuinely fucking scary. A lot oh, of those wow. like oh, yeah, 70s, no. 80s slasher movies really aren't like scary yeah, dude, scary. The CGI we have today, like yeah. you can't. You can't do like they had strings holding shit yeah, up. Yeah, and I'm not day, like a like, big blood and guts guy either. So like those types of movies where you see somebody get like chopped up with like a fucking chainsaw, mm-hmm. it's not my thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's not for me. But I, other than that, I'm a big scary movie guy. I like all the Conjuring movies, all the Halloween movies. Yeah, I like the Insidious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And- you didn't mm-hmm. used to. You used to get all those spookified oh. over them. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what yeah, you said. No, can we not watch that? Yeah, oh, <laughs> straight up. Yeah. Cam would be like, I don't like this. Can we stop? But I get it. <laughs> Can you change like, the channel? They came out when we were in, like, middle school. So, like, we were, what, like, 12, 11, 12, 13, yeah. something uh, like that. Yeah. So, yeah, you're pretty impressionable when you're 13. Shit can get a little bit scary. Um, got any other ones you think of? Or you want me to move on to Halloween topic number two? Um, I'll move on to Halloween topic number two. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah Halloween movies just, yeah. 
They're, scary, they're scary just for the season. You know what I'm saying? They're yeah. they're they're seasonal. Um, all right. Favorite Halloween candies. I'm talking like when you go out when you were a kid trick or treating. What's that one fucking candy that you always wanted? You can think of a couple. You can think of one or two. However, you think five, six, seven. I don't give a fuck. Uh, I mean Reese's, man. Fuck yeah, that and was my first one. Skittles. It's Reese's or Sour Patch for me. Sour Patch Ooh, is a Sour good Patch choice. Is sour Patch, little bags choice. of Sour Patch that has like four Starburst. or five in them. Bite-sized yeah. Snickers, bro. Fun-sized Snickers. Ooh. So fire. Obviously, though, when you were a kid, if you got a king-sized bar, it was like, uh-huh, I'm flexing. Oh, yeah, all those. I don't know. I hated getting those king-sized Hershey bars because I was like, I'm just eating yeah. straight chocolate, it's, really. Yeah. I need more than just chocolate. Yeah, an entire fucking chocolate bar. Like, get, give me give me candy. Big Milky Way. <laughs> chocolate. Big Milky Way guy, too. I'm a big Milky Way guy. Personally, you like Milky Ways? Nah, nah, you on your own with that one. Nah, oh, crazy, bro. Milky Way's a good as fuck. Fire. Uh-huh. King size Milky? Ooh. Bro, Three Musketeers, Milky Way. You really can't go that wrong with candy. Three Musketeers is... Something's wrong with that. What are you something talking wrong with you? about? That, like, oh. filling, whatever they put in there is, like, weak, bro. That's the point. Them's fighting words, coach. It's supposed to it's supposed to break down, coach, as soon as you bite into it. Mm, nice nah. little fluffy goodness, yep. bro. Nah, I'm not, nah, I'm nah, not nah, biting nah. into a Three Musketeers expecting to bite into Snickers. <laughs> I don't want to break my tooth off on a peanut all the time. Yeah. Right. Not at all. I all right, last one, and then we can wrap this motherfucker up finally. Um, favorite Halloween memory as a kid? Hmm. Or, you know what, if you don't have, like, a memory per se, like, what was your favorite costume that you wore, oh, like, growing up? Oh, this is easy for me. I was, uh, the Lion King. Oh, which one were you? Were you, uh, Mufasa? No, nah, I think I was Simba, and oh, I think yeah. my sister was, like, Nala or something like that. Hell yeah. So, Can't so dress this up, and, uh, because <laughs> that's, like, my, like, all-time, like, favorite, like, Disney movie, for sure. Facts. So. Lion King's great, dude. Yeah. Well, every time, too. Cam, what about you? What was your favorite Halloween costume you ever pulled off? My brother and I had this costume back in the day. It was one of those inflatable sumo wrestlers. <laughs> oh, my Dude, God. Those was... things were so much fun awesome. to fuck around with. You go up and, like, awesome. bump someone in the chest. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I put myself through the wall one time. Go oh, at each other. Oh, yeah, dude. All right. No way. My favorite costume that I ever wore when I was growing up was uh, Django Fett. I don't mm-hmm. remember exactly how old I was, but I had the mask, had the whole suit get up and all that. She had the little blaster piece. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We were cool. out here. So yeah, those are those are our favorite ha- those are this you know what, man? I'll just go ahead and say that is the Halloween spooktacular. Thank you guys for joining me, coming in costume. Cam wore a pickle all day. Coach Tomlin, we even got coach. You know, I got a busy NFL schedule, but I'm always here for for my guys. Busy playing in your next talking sports. We had Rick Wheeler, he made his appearance on the the show for the first time. And with that, I say thank you. Thank you guys. I will be posting this as soon as I can. I don't know exactly when it'll be getting out. As soon as I can get it out there, I will. Check us out on YouTube at Man Up 3D, TikTok. Where are Man Up 3D? Spotify, Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you want to check us out. Did I drop the Instagram handle? No, I didn't. Man Up 3D Pod is the Instagram handle. And with that, enjoy your Halloween weekend, everybody. Go get drunk. Go have fun with your friends. Go wear something cool. Go wear something sexy. Spooky season, baby. Spooky. And everybody, have a good day. Thank you for joining us. Deuces.